gonna i was gonna ask i think i feel like i've heard your voice before and i'm just picking up now you do have a distinct southern accent (laughs) i don't feel like i do but (laughs) you have a distinct um accent as well but i'm sure you guys know that what do we sound like canadian uh yeah kind (laughs) of I can't do I can't do it, but you know. Well, you 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 almost just did there when you said you know. (laughs) You know, you know. Well, that's that's all I can do. That's all I got. We're not we're not as like cliche as say I think the characters on Fargo though. Oh yeah, that's or or are we? No, 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 no. No, not quite that bad. (laughs) No, well, it's not bad. Not bad. Not quite that much. I wanted to ask, do you do you listen to uh, uh, Small Town Murder at all? No. Okay, so they covered, I think it was like a week or two ago, they covered a crime that happened in Pigeon Forge. Do, are you close to there? Um, Sort of. It's maybe two hours away. I'm not close to, like, anything. Anything that's worth going to is at least, like, an hour away. Are you, are you like, in, around the mountains? Uh, no, we're like in between Chattanooga and Knoxville. And so like Knoxville is what's close to Pigeon Forge and Sevierville and all that. And then Chattanooga is down like close to Georgia. And we're just in the middle where there's nothing um, but a lake. We're on a lake. That's pretty much all there is here. I mean, that's there's pretty... a lake and a, and a nuclear plant. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, those don't seem like they go together. Actually, they use the water from the dam to like as like a cooling system for something. I don't know anything about it. My husband works there and I couldn't even tell you really what he does. But there's something about like they have to be near a body of water, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Wait, do you. okay? do you tease your husband about like uh, being the Homer Simpson? Oh, absolutely. He is the Homer Simpson. He He literally is is the guy with all the buttons in the control room (laughs) and the lights flashing. That's him. He calls himself Homer Simpson. I don't have to do it. Really? That's that's pretty awesome. You should you should ask him because I I I can't remember what show it was on. And they were talking about basically what they have to do with all of the water that gets radiated after it's been used to cool down whatever they use in there to create power. And it sounded like they kind of just bury it. <laughs> I, I don't know what they do with it. I, I, I swear to God, that's what they said. They're like, they just, they don't know what to do with it. So they just kind of bury it and pretend it's not there. Probably. <clears throat> I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> that doesn't sound very safe. Well, I mean, just don't swim in the water <laughs> near the plant. <laughs> well, what if you get superpowers? Well, that's true. I hadn't thought I about mean, that. If I was to swim in a radiated lake and then maybe I turn into like Wolverine or something, that might be kind of fun. See, and I don't swim. <laughs> like if I, if I can help it, I mean, I can swim. I just don't like to swim. I don't like to get in water, especially lake water. So, but my kids swim in the lake a lot and they're just regular. So 
Okay. I mean, they're really smart. So, but um, other than that, no superpowers that I'm aware of. I mean, be- young. being smart can be a superpower. It can be. I'm not sure they got that from the lake, though. <laughs> I was going to say, I think, at, okay, unfortunately, Adam's not here with us, but he <laughs> he has a, <clears throat> I have some in my throat today. But at, By our last recording, I was, I, I felt like I was, like, had smoked a pack right before we started. I was just, like, gravelly the whole, whole time. It's it, terrible. I, I've heard better. that, I've heard that from, like, people everywhere. I don't know if it's, like... Uh, changing of the seasons or something. I I don't I don't know. It's just I feel like my sinuses, just everything. Yeah. Every night, like I convince myself I have coronavirus because my my throat is all phlegmy and kind of hurts and my chest starts to burn and I can't really breathe. And like I'm pretty much I'm I'm convinced I have the coronavirus every <laughs> night around eight o'clock. But I'm pretty sure it's just like allergies and like crippling anxiety that's I'm, hey. I'm pretty sure it's the combination of the of the two i can tell you though that's a deadly combo between the two of them <laughs> uh have you gotten tested i know you work in the metal medical field correct yes do they make you get tested at all um no if i mean if you've been exposed then you're supposed to get tested but an exposure is like I think it's 10 or 15 minutes within six feet of someone who's tested positive without a mask. And I am never in that situation, even at work, if I'm if I'm around a COVID patient or even someone who's been tested and is suspected, you're like wearing a hazmat suit. Basically, you're not really exposed in that regard. But I mean, if I was to show symptoms, I would have to go get tested and quarantine until I got my results back. But so far, so good. Well, I was watching, um, so Hard Knocks just started the NFL uh, training camp thing, and they basically are showing how they're testing all these players every single day. And I thought at first the coronavirus test was like really scary because it seemed like they jammed it in the back of your head almost through your nose. But Mm -hmm. on the show, they're just like swabbing their nostrils. Yeah, they have a new test now that's more like a flu swab, so they don't have to go in as far. But the ones that go back and scrape your brain are still more reliable than those than the quick swab ones. But if you're doing like, I don't know how many NFL players there are, so I don't do the sports, (laughs) but I'm sure there are like a lot of them. And I think that just time wise, it probably saves them a lot of time to just do a quick little swab and call it good. Do you do you know what they're trying to reach in the back? Like when they reach really far back there, what are they trying to take a sample from? I don't I don't know. And it's a whole procedure. Um, because someone I know had to get the test before they had surgery and they stick it way, way, way back and then they leave it there for a few seconds. And then they have them breathe out and then when they come back out of the nose, they swirl as they're removing the the Q-tip or whatever from the nostril. And then they do the same thing on the other side. They jam it way back, leave it in there, make Ooh. them breathe out, and then swirl it as they as they come out. That's like the real deal test. And <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're just trying to get as much stuff on there as possible. I I don't know. There, I, I mean, I never have to have it. There must be something something way back there that's interesting i don't know it's not i I was like how do you not sneeze a million times 
Maybe I th- like a mucous membrane back there that I, I don't know. I don't do noses. That's not my area of expertise. Well, I know you, you kind of like conspiracies, right? Oh, yeah, I do. And I keep seeing people posting that when they're they're either when they do the long test, they're either lobotomizing people or they're installing <laughs> a chip in there. And I'm just like, come on, guys. I where are you getting this from? Well, I heard that they're giving you the coronavirus. So the coronavirus is on the Q-tip. <laughs> so when they're jamming it in there, they're actually giving it to you. Or or there are people, because like my best friends, aunts, next door neighbors, cousins, you know, whatever, said that they went to a testing place and then the wait was too long. And so they left and then they got a call that said they were positive. I mean, you you definitely heard that, right? Yeah, I mean, well, say that. with that line of sources, it has to be true. It has to be. <laughs> I mean, you, OK, so but- paying information is 100 percent accurate. But what I, before we got on the whole tangent, what I wanted to tell you is, unfortunately, Adam couldn't be here with us today because we had we were going to record with you. We uh, we had a little scheduling conflict, and I wanted to get you in. So just you and I are chatting, just so the audience knows. But um, what I was talking about is, you said you didn't like swimming in the lakes or whatever. No. Adam has a profound fear because I don't know if it happens in Tennessee. But in Minnesota, like, if the water gets to a certain temperature, there can be this, like, brain-eating amoeba yes. that grows mm-hmm. in there. Is that a problem yep. in Tennessee, too? Um, I, It has happened. I haven't heard about it in our lake, but our water cycles through. Um, yeah, it's, it's moving, you know, all the time. But there are a lot of lakes around here where the water is more stagnant for longer periods of time. And I've definitely heard about it around here. Uh, the water actually is, I went in it like one time I got convinced a couple of weeks ago and it was pretty cold still, but we were in North Carolina at the end of July and it was hot as all get out. Oh my God. It was like 115 um, heat index every day. And the water was in the nineties and that they have problems there with, with that brain amoeba thing because the water's just so warm all kinds of nasty stuff grows in it that is a good point actually yeah i guess i would have never even thought about it so i'm assuming north carolina is humid though right oh yes it was absolutely miserable (sighs) so i kept thinking about phil and i was like i don't understand people who can live where it's like legitimately 115 degrees i guess it's a dry heat whatever that means but (laughs) you'd have to ask him I mean, I've been, I don't do the heat. Have Have you ever been to Arizona? No. Mm-mm. So I visited him, but it was, I wish I could remember when it was. I might have been like March or April, maybe, or somewhere in there where it was still cold here, but like 80 degrees there. And it was this mind blowing thing for people to go outside wearing shorts. And the second I returned to Minnesota, I think it was a blizzard that day. So it's kind of a, crazy change there have you have you been to like uh i don't did you grow up in tennessee is that where you've lived most of your life no i grew up in virginia and didn't move here until i was uh 26 which was many many years ago i'm not even gonna go into how many but (laughs) you can just say it was one year ago that's fine it was a while it was a while ago just a while ago um but i've been to um 
I've been to California a couple of times. Very, very hot there. California in, I can't remember when it was, September, but it was still really, really hot. And been to Salt Lake City. It was pretty warm when we went there too. But then I've been in like to Boston in May. And those people are insane because it's freezing in Boston in May. And they've all got their windows open and they're wearing short sleeve shirts and they think it's just this beautiful weather and I was miserable the whole time I was there. <laughs> Do you know what the temperature was? <laughs> it was probably in the 60s I would say I mean during during the day but there was always this breeze and I was not loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well see then you would probably definitely hate Minnesota because in the well if it okay so I, I was just talking to someone about this where I think it was like yesterday or like the day before it was maybe like mid sixties here and it kind of felt a little, little colder than it we're used to. But then you think back to like December, January when it gets in the negatives and the second it hits like 20 degrees, you're like, man, it's pretty warm. out. Ugh, yeah. It just doesn't get that cold here. It, I mean, we have really, really mild winters. I think it snowed for like three seconds last winter. And it's just, it's from May till like October. It's just so hot. There are years where we trick or treat and we're just sweating bullets because it's still so hot. It's almost November and it's just still miserable. Oh, that's a, that's a good point, actually. I didn't even think about that. When I visited Tennessee... I think it was August. It didn't seem like it was too hot, but it, I remember it with like rain out of the middle of nowhere. I, mm -hmm. I thought it was very weird. It's very English. Like when I was in England, it would just rain for no reason out of the middle of nowhere. And it kind of reminded me of that. Oh, yeah. I went to London in January because I, I was really super cool. And I was in the marching band in high school. And we marched in the New Year's Day parade in London one year. So, you know, it was January 1st. And we were there for about a week. It probably rained. I think it rained or, and or snowed every single day we were there. It was miserable. It was overcast the entire time. Now, I realize this is January. It's not, you know, going to be nice in London. But I don't think I ever saw the sun. When I was here, <laughs> I think yeah, you know, I, I think that's kind of what they're known for. I don't think they see the sun too much. Kind of like um, Seattle, oh yeah, Portland. So, what age were you when you were uh, in the marching band there? Oh, I was. It was high school, so fourteen to seventeen. I think I think we went when I was a senior. I'm pretty sure. Well, so maybe, I don't remember. That was a really long time ago too. <laughs> <laughs> so were were you like a really I, 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 do you win awards or like championships for your marching band to like earn the trip over there? Or was it just something your school did? I really have no idea how well, we got invited. Now we weren't like great. Uh, we won smaller competitions, but we, we were by no means some, um, you know, high class marching band. So I don't know how we ended up getting the invitation. I think they, maybe they just invited every marching band in the world and they were just like, we'll just see who shows up. <laughs> well, I mean, that's kind of cool, though. Well, okay, then that leads us perfectly into the next section where you've probably heard Adam speak out against woodwind players, right? Uh, yes. Okay, were you a woodwind? I, 
player? No, because I'm always like, watch out. My daughter plays the flute. No, I was uh, in the color guard, so I didn't play any instruments. I weaseled my way in there with a flag. Oh, okay. Well, look, you need to be defending yourself against (laughs) Adam. You can't let his tyranny of making fun of the woodwinds players. I know. He he it is funny. I would I've never seen him myself, but I would love to see him play I don't even remember what instrument he said he played, the tuba maybe or something. I don't know. I don't remember. That'd be amazing to see. Maybe when Bumblebutt Podcast finally has a live show, he'll have to do like a solo marching band presentation for everybody. That'd be there fantastic. You go. His that would be awesome. Mo- his mom's very involved with the, or was involved, I believe she still is, with the, the marching band and everything. She'll have all the instruments lined up. We'll let Adam put on a beautiful little show. <laughs> uh, so, I cannot wait. So I wanted to ask a little bit. Um, let's. You are a fellow podcaster as well. Uh, sort of. We dabble. <laughs> we do it when we find the time. Yes. I mean, well, technically, that's how everybody gets into podcasting, right? It's uh, <laughs> It's I guess a, so, yeah. Sure. It's a, a hobby, then it kind of like becomes kind of a job, I guess, a fun job. I don't know. But uh, let's talk about your podcast. So what's the name of it now? It's called That's So Original Podcast, and it's, we basically talk about original streaming programming, things like Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, but we also do like network TV shows. Um, we've done USA Network before. Um, we've talked about some things on FX, just things that are um, not your you know, Hollywood-produced productions basically well do you feel like i i kind of feel like the streaming originals have kind of taken over i i I, do you qualify like oh yeah nbc and abc programming as like the hollywood ones uh yeah i do like major major tv network you know things um on the usa network we we've done the center and in other countries the center is a is a netflix owned production um and that's original uh excuse me inevitably the episodes that you see on usa will be on usa's uh, or um netflix at some point we we apparently get things way later than other countries do but yeah just not your nbc abc um cinema i don't know i don't know what the big (laughs) Lionsgate is that one (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because i don't i don't see movies and i don't watch regular tv anymore we don't even have regular tv we live out in the boonies you turn on our tv we we get nothing because we don't even have an antenna so everything i watch is streamed but the honest i mean honest to god once i run out of our contract that comcast wrapped us into like i'm planning on doing that why I feel like the streaming apps are way better, and they're usually the only thing I use anyway, so why would you keep paying Comcast all this money when you're just using the streaming apps that have no commercials? Exactly. Um, my mom was paying like 80-some dollars for, uh, I think she got maybe around 100 channels, and I would go there and visit her, and I couldn't find anything to watch. I mean, you could find old movies that you've seen a thousand times, but nothing nothing new and original not to be trite but uh it just seemed like such a waste of money and i know streaming networks aren't free but still 
So what would be like a prime example of one of your favorite, I guess, streaming original shows? Probably my current favorite is the Umbrella Academy. Mm. Mm. It, I, I, and I have not seen season two yet because and it's a whole thing with my husband. We got to sit down and watch it and he hasn't had any time off. Um, can't watch it without it. But um, I thought the first season was great. Um, Jack Ryan on Amazon Prime was really really good absentia on amazon prime was also great of course stranger things is a favorite haunting of hill house was also great um and then i just like the obscure movies that you can find Uh, that's mostly what we talk about is movies because there there are some interesting ones out there on these streaming services that you've probably never even heard of now okay so you're not you like let's say in your podcast you don't talk about just the series you do the movies as well right we started off with the center series because that's kind of how we became friends and met several years ago was our mutual interest in the center and this is my co my co-host tiffany and i um so we started with that just for old time's sake but so far all we have done are movies it's tough to get into a series because series tend to have more than one season or have you know 10 plus episodes and they're all 45 minutes to an hour long and it's just it's just a lot and it's more fun to just sit down with a movie that's an hour and a half and and talk about those you know what what's interesting i this is what i had heard is so let's say a lot of okay i'm a big horror fan so a lot of the netflix original horror movies are that they put their brand on what i've heard is the truth is is that a lot of these movies will go around like the independent movie circuit and then they will mm-hmm. be picked up by Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or Shutter or whatever and then they'll slap their brand on it. Yeah, so- they're not actually Netflix productions. If you look at some of the movies, you'll see like they won awards at like Sundance festivals or um certain indie movie film festivals so you know that they were produced by some tiny little no budget um production company and then netflix comes along and says oh that sounds like something we can make a little cash off of let's let's buy that but i i mean on the other hand that is great because it's allowing a lot more people to watch these movies that they normally Mm -hmm. probably wouldn't have been able to i'm trying to think of like the last netflix original movie that i really like that i watch i can't even think do which which like the uh, the last one you can remember watching let's see um well i know tiffany just watched project power okay that's the is the new one with jamie fox yep yep i've seen them uh promoting that and i have i have not seen that um i guess the next last netflix movie that i watched was one we did for the podcast which was eli which is kind of horror-esque, but not really. It was really kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> that's what I've heard. Honestly, that is what I've heard about that movie. That is pretty dumb. It, it is. And it, it is. It, that Mercy Black, too. Did you watch that one? No, I haven't seen that. That, that um, Have you heard of... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Have you heard of See You Yesterday? See... That's, a, that's a really... See You Yesterday. And this is that, on Netflix? It's on Netflix. Yeah, it was a short originally, just um, I think it was maybe 10, 15 minutes 
long and then it was picked up it got a lot of feedback at one of those tiny little film festivals and so Netflix said I think we could develop this into a feature-length movie and um, that's a really good movie too on Netflix so what it's about time travel and wow okay um, okay yeah I was just gonna ask what it was about there so I've seen on M or yeah I think it's Amazon Prime a movie that would probably be up my alley. I think it's called 7500. Does that sound right? I do not know. It's like a, it looks like a 80s sci-fi-ish movie kind of about aliens. Oh, cool. We just did a movie on Amazon Prime called The, the Vast of Night, and it's a 1950s based alien movie. And it was also ridiculous. But um, <laughs> my husband and I have been watching The World's Toughest Race on Amazon Prime. And that's pretty wild. Wait, what? Okay, I want to make a correction. I think the movie you just mentioned is what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> I... It's definitely not 80s because this girl's a switchboard operator. And, you know, we had phones in the 80s. So. Hey, some places oh. in America in the 80s might have still been using switchboards like... I was just being That's born in weird. Iowa at that point, so <laughs> they might have still been using it. They I definitely had switchboards. Yeah, they probably did. <laughs> I would. Could you handle doing that job for eight hours a day? No. Oh absolutely man, absolutely not. Seems very monotonous. <sighs> just plugging things into wherever lights up. No, thank you. You get a. I mean, you get to sit there and drink and smoke cigarettes all day. I guess. That's true. That's all this girl <laughs> seemed to do, and she just smoked cigarettes the whole time. Okay, so tell me about this. Uh, what did you call it? It's the world's toughest race. Do you know who Bear Grylls is? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everybody's seen the meme <laughs> okay. of Bear Grylls. Okay, I'm just saying. Um, it's in Fiji, and it's these teams that have to go through, I don't know, I mean, they basically have to traverse the island of Fiji or whatever um, through the water and through the mountains and all of the stuff and it's it's been pretty interesting so would you say it's, it's further kind of... cemented the fact that I'm not an outdoor person <laughs> so you're saying you wouldn't win the competition absolutely not I, I told my husband that I think like the best place for me would be like right beside the leaders board and just being the person that moves the names up and down <laughs> as people change position that's the most appropriate place for me in a competition like that so it, it kind of sounds like almost like the ama amazing race. Yes, it, it's it's similar, I believe. Um, I only saw a few episodes of the amazing race, but it's, it, you know, they have checkpoints and camps and stuff. So I think it's probably pretty similar. Hmm. Maybe I'll have to check that out. I Honestly, I didn't. I know what the amazing race is, but I didn't really get into it. I don't know why, but. If I watch reality TV, I tend to like the trashiest thing possible for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I fall into that trap. I don't I don't know why we like in watching that like what was the uh the Netflix one? Love at First Sight? Oh, yes. Oh. I didn't watch that, but I I saw the memes, so I pretty much know what happened. <laughs> there is that one. <laughs> there was the influencer one, the circle, I think oh. it was what it's called. Oh yeah, uh huh. I've heard uh, of all these, but uh, it's it's seen. it's like a delightful pain you get from watching this because these people make you so uncomfortable because of how awkward like, they are. 
that's why people watch the Kardashians because they're like, look how normal I am compared to these people. Well, I I know 90 Day Fiance is kind of like the hot thing right now. Oh, yeah, never seen that either. It's I don't know. It's something else. It's very strange, but it's like a a car crash you can't look away from. It truly is, honestly. It's just I uh, Phil uh, uh, is the one who told me that his his sister that he used to live with would watch it all the time and then I think he kind of watched it and then when he last time I've seen him when he visited us here we watched it a little bit and I'm just like Jesus man I uh, it's just weird it's just I don't know how to describe it it's just a, an interesting television show I don't watch a lot of reality TV well, just, I basically watch TV between like um, nine o'clock and ten o'clock at night. That that those are my peak hours of watching TV because I'm old and I have to go to bed early, and <laughs> my kids don't go to bed until around nine. So if I'm awake and and it's daylight hours, I'm probably watching something like um, Pokemon, um, uh, the Who Was Show on Netflix. Um, what else do we watch? I don't know. We watched Twilight the other day and just, um, it was like Mystery Science Theory, Theater 3000. We just made fun of it the entire time. <laughs> My kids thought it was ridiculous. The, like, the, uh, the, uh, when did that one come out? Like the Edward oh God, and yeah. Bella, right? Edward and Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, that, it's an interesting, I, I heard on a different podcast they were talking about, that movie, even though it's really cheesy and kind of lame, I think it's one of the first movies that didn't make vampires necessarily dangerous and kind of romanticized them, which is yeah. interesting. Mm. I mean, maybe they're I, not for everybody, but... I'm ashamed to say that I own all of the DVDs because at the time, I was pretty in into them. Um, but... I have to say that in the genre of love triangles, that The Hunger Games wins 5,000% over Twilight. Really? Oh, yeah. I I remember, okay, I've watched the first, is there four of them, or is there three of them? Yeah, it's four, four because they split the last one into two movies. That's what they got to do. I I remember... That's what they did with Breaking Dawn, it's what they did with Harry Potter, you got to do it. Okay, I, I wasn't a fan of PETA. He was like the dorky guy, right? You weren't a fan of Peter. The man had bread. Bread. That's what women want. Bread. I don't even understand how this was this was up for debate. He pretended to be a rock and he or did he pretend to be yeah, moss? He yeah. He might, yeah, moss on the rock, yeah. Skills, man. And he can make bread. Did I mention that? Yeah, I okay, I guess you're a big fan right. of PETA. I am. I, I'm I, bread. I'm gonna tell you this. This it was when I think the second one had just came out and Phil and I were watching it. And do you remember when they sent the really, really old lady in there for the Hunger Games? I do. Mags. Yes. So Phil and I created a whole backstory of where she was actually like an ultimate killing machine. <laughs> and she had requested to continuously go into the Hunger Games just because she's so violent and dangerous. <laughs> It was I like that. It was so it was so great. I remember we were like dying laughing. Just envisioning this okay. sweet old lady 
being the ultimate killing machine and nobody could stop her. <laughs> Isn't that movie supposed to be like a hidden meeting for like communism or something? I'm sure it, it's <laughs> the whole overriding theme of the Hunger Games is war is bad. And so they got to drive that point home as many times as possible. Okay, is that Jennifer Lawrence's best movie then? Oh, gosh, that's tough. Uh, I don't know. I liked her in the X-Men movies. Did you watch Dark Phoenix? No, I have not. <sighs> I I just say when I when I don't, I, when, I don't, I don't see when I don't necessarily like a movie that much, I just say it was a movie. It wasn't bad. It was just <laughs> a movie. It existed. It's kind of like that it's kind of like Cats. That movie I I don't know if I can bring myself to watch it, but I've heard it's so bad you oh, almost God. have to watch it. Oh, God, no. I don't think I could. <laughs> My husband thinks that Cats is the epitome of Broadway, um, but have you seen Hamilton? Uh-uh. You have? Oh, totally. you, Would you recommend it? Uh, yes. Okay. I recommend it. However, however, I recommend you either watch it with captions, because there is a lot of words, or you listen to the soundtrack first, and then you watch the movie. Is is it like mostly a musical? It is absolutely one thousand percent a musical. It is about two and a half hours, and it is pretty much nothing but music. Was uh, there's really no just talking? Is is uh, I can't think of his name. Who uh, Hugh Jackman? Was he the main guy in that? <gasps> no. What are you talking about? I thought he was like one of the main guys in one of those big. Are- Musical the Greatest play. Showman. That's what you're thinking of. Oh yes, yes. Okay, which that's was it. also, which was also excellent. Is he supposed to be P.T. Barnum in that? I think so. Okay, so who who's the main yeah. guy in Hamilton? Um, Lin Manuel Miranda. He is a pretty well known Broadway person. You, if you aren't familiar with Broadway, you probably wouldn't know most of the people in it. Um, one of the characters, George Washington, he played Moana's dad. And, you know, I have kids. I've seen Moana a thousand times. So he was really the only other one I I knew. You know what? I've, I'm sure you have not seen Moana. I've seen snippets, but I do know from parents, friends who have children, they love that movie. Like even the adults, even the adults love that movie. I was going to ask, if you're watching Pokemon, do you have a favorite Pokemon? Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm going to be. I, okay. My kids ask me this all the time, actually. And my answer is really lame. I like Pikachu. I, I'm not complicated. You know, I I just like Pikachu. I think he's cute. And, uh, I mean, that's my answer. Final final answer. Hey, no, hey nothing wrong with that. Now, if, would you evolve him if you wanted him more powerful? Or would you just leave him as Absolutely a Pikachu? Absolutely not. Just leave him as a nope. Pikachu. Oh, leave him as Pikachu. Yep. How about the Always. How about the baby Pikachu? The... The hell Pika. is is it the is it the Pika or is it the the hell is that thing called? I think it's called a Pika, isn't it? I don't know. I have to look at my Pokemon Go, which I still play because I'm like years behind when people actually thought that was a cool game, but I still play. Hey, there! I can tell you, there's nothing wrong with that. One of my very good friends is the only person I know personally who still plays it. Like, we'll go out to eat or something, and he'll be sitting there trying to catch Pokemon in the area he's in, or <laughs> Taking over a gym, or I remember he got upset about he he had worked up a partnership with one of his coworkers about 
hatching some egg together or something like that. And the guy ended up hatching his before his and it messed up the whole... I, I don't know what happened, but he was not very happy about it. Friendships ended. That's what happened from that. I, I, uh, I tried to play it. I, I don't know. I just couldn't, I'm not real big on cell phone games. They just, I don't know. They don't keep my attention very, very long. Well, I haven't played it much recently, but I started playing it because we got a dog and Mm. I have to walk her all the time. And so I'm bored walking her and like, what can I do? And so, you know, you can hatch the eggs and do all the stuff, getting the mileage or whatever. So I was like, well, I'll play this to you know, to pass the time while I'm walking her. But as soon as it hit about 70 degrees, she's a big black lab. And so she was like, I am done with all of this walking and we can pick this back up around November. So um, <laughs> she, she's she does not do the heat. And so we hardly walk at all. So actually, I don't play as much as I used to. Well, aren't, uh, you know, black labs are really popular in Minnesota for a lot of people use them for hunting or whatever. But uh, don't they love to go in the water? Well, you that's what I have heard. Now, she is a rescue. And so I don't know what her life was like before. Mm. Um, she's mostly lab and golden retriever because um, we did the DNA test because that's what kind of um, animal owner I am. And so I, we, like I said, we live on the lake and I expected her to, when it became summer for her to love going down there and jumping in the water and swimming around, no way on earth, you have to drag her into the water and she has to wear a little doggy flotation vest because (laughs) she sinks like a brick. We put her in there the first time and she starts paddling, but immediately just sinks to the bottom of the water and I was like oh my god I'm gonna drown my dog so you have to drag her out by the vest and she'll do a paddle around a little bit in a circle and then she goes right back up she's like okay that was fun I'm done now (laughs) not a fan of the water (laughs) that's that's honestly like really cute though I mean not 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 if your dog accidentally drowns but seeing a dog (laughs) with flotation device like are they like the arm ones or is it just like no, a vest? it's it goes around her midsection. It like it it loops around her neck and goes around her midsection. It's huge. Like she requires a lot of flotation. I'm telling you, she will just sink. And she's got her little doggy paddle down pat, and she does like the flotation. But she would just be much happier out of the water. And I'm like, you know what? Same. Me too. I I'll, I'll look at it, but I don't need to be in it and touch it. And so we are one in the same. Yeah, hey, you can't blame her for that. I I don't mind swimming, but I I my when I was younger, my I shouldn't say my parents forced me, but they signed me up for swimming lessons every year. So I got like God, what was it? it had to be like seven or eight years straight of swimming lessons. So I don't mind swimming that much. I just I'm not a confident swimmer. I'm have almost drowned a couple of times and so I just have an anxiety as soon as mm. I'm too far away from the shore like I feel like I probably if I couldn't make it back I immediately start to panic if I have a life jacket on I could be in the water all day long but just me goofing around swimming mm-hmm. I, hey. I can't relax enough to enjoy it <laughs> I can't blame you honestly it's uh 
I don't swimming can be dangerous if you know you're not careful or whatever. I I wish yeah. I knew what Adam's opinion was. I feel like he's fine. He's probably not like an Olympic diver or anything, but I feel like he's fine. Jordan, on the other hand, when you were talking about putting the flotation thing on your dog and otherwise they'll just sink for some reason, all I could envision was Jordan, but I don't know if that's true or not, but he might be a great swimmer. I don't know. I haven't even seen the, seen the, uh, the young man in quite a while now. I'm a little concerned about him. Who are we talking about again? Jordan. Jordan? Yeah. I don't remember Jordan. Yeah. We've probably all forgotten about him now. I mean, it's like, I vaguely remember you guys used to have three people on the show. Yeah. I guess he, he got pregnant and he had a kid and now he's, he forgot (laughs) what his name was. (laughs) That tends to happen after you have a baby. See, he, I guess maybe he thinks his name's like Joe, Joe Clark or something. I don't know. We should check on him. His name is, here, hold the baby while I go take a shower. That's what his name is right now. Is that the husband's role? Or the basically, uh, yes, okay, all right. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna hate on it because maybe he's having the time of his life with a little Ollie. Yeah, that's a really cute name, too. I it is, it is. It feels like a very uh Jordan name, very classic name. That's the first thing I thought of when I heard it. It's a very classic name. So, you got Ollie Fox, it almost sounds like a (laughs) fox's name, really. Well, I think it sounds like, I'm trying to think of what I think it sounds like. Maybe some, I don't know, like an MMA fighter, maybe? <laughs> Ollie Fox. The most dangerous man alive is named Ollie <laughs> Fox. 20 years Come from on, now, I... this is going to be the next next Mike Tyson. It's going to be Ollie yeah. Fox right there. I could see it. I could see it. That or he might be like a, a British pastry chef or something. I could see that happening uh, as well. Now you might, you might be on see? something. So yeah, I could see that. Well, um, we've been going for a while here, Kelly. Why don't you tell everybody where can they find your podcast? Okay. Um, we are on Instagram at That's So Original Podcast. We're on Twitter at That's So Pod, and which I never use. So I'm not a big Twitter person, but if you are, I'm on there and I will talk to you. Uh, we are on Facebook at That's So Original Podcast, and you can send us an email at that's original podcast at gmail.com and uh, we are on all the podcast apps and i just fixed our little issue with only having like the last 10 episodes on i think i very new to all this so i didn't know there was something you had to click to make all of them show up so they should all be available now on basically all of the platforms yeah i, I can i can contest that the rss feed and all of that is just not exactly not always a fun endev- endeavor to deal with but uh but yeah uh, everybody go out give a listen to her podcast uh rate review all that fun stuff help her grow give her a uh, give her some positive feedback well thank you very much kelly for joining us on our little patreon uh friendship meeting i forgot what adam called it i <laughs> it was like the patreon connection between the bumbles i don't know he made up something i'll ask him later but uh yeah thank you so much for joining us well thanks for having me absolutely